It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Uh, we're on it here at uh, Wednesday morning, and we're talking to Dr. Ronald Gorn, checking in with us. Good to see you, Doc. Good to hear from you. I'm here, yeah. Yes, uh, you are, and that's good to have you along here as you're the infectious disease specialist. Boy, that sounds like a heck of a moniker there, right? They probably stay away from oh, you in is. droves, huh? It, it is, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it's a bigger thing to talk about because uh, you've been at St. Mary's for a little while, right? Tell us about yourself yeah. and how long you've been there. Oh, I, I don't know, like almost 30 years. 30? My God. So I guess it's going yeah. to, I guess it is going to be a career. I guess that's a little yeah. old, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been, yeah. Have you always been in the, in the, uh, the infection, infectious disease game or was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, that's what I wanted to do from the start. And I yeah. got through medical school and did my uh, internship residency at GW in Washington, D.C. And then VA hospital for two years, finished up in 78 and mm-hmm. uh, been doing it ever since. So you, do you have a, a lot of fun stuff? Do you have an infectious personality as well? Or, uh, well, I like to think that. <laughs> <I never know. laughs> well, we're going to be talking about something. September is also September means sepsis awareness month. And so you think about sepsis. Oh, yeah, I take that every day. No, it's not the same thing. That's SEPTA. We're talking about <laughs> sepsis and what it causes and, and what is what actually is it. I think the, the sepsis, septic, is it one and the same? Let's just talk yeah, about it. Right. Sepsis is a noun. Septic would be uh, is, is, is another way of saying it. It's sort of like the, it's an adjective or an adverb. And, and uh, basically what sepsis is, is when people get a severe infection, and it could be any kind of infection, like a pneumonia or a urine infection or a, a severe skin infection or even something happening in your belly, a severe append, burst appendix or, or something like that. Uh, the, sometimes, not always, but sometimes the body can, well, what, let's put it this way. The, what happens is the body tries to contain that on its own. And in some situations, like with minor things, it can. But in some situations, the the conflict between the body's immune system and the infection just gets out of hand, and it starts to damage uh, your, your your body. And so what happens is you sort of have a gradation, and, and most people who are septic start to feel ill with things like shaking chills mm-hmm. and sweats and, and uh, weakness and certainly the area like cough or chest pain or urine symptoms. And if, if it's caught right away... Before it gets too severe, then we can make it better very quickly. If yeah. it lingers too long, if you wait to get help, uh, then as this process, this septic process goes forward, it starts to compromise your, your, your other organs, like you can go into kidney failure or you can have lung, you can go into lung failure. Um, and, and, and then ultimately what it does is it compromises your body's ability to, to, to use energy and and it, it reduces the energy that you have, and then things start to shut down all over the place. Right, and, and, and the worst complication, of course, is you drop your blood pressure. Once your blood pressure drops, nothing is going on, and you, you go into shock. Yeah. And so you have sepsis, and then the next stage would be severe sepsis, where some of your organ systems are acting up, and then if you go into shock and it's hard to get you out of it, that's septic shock. And when you get to that stage, you're ready to mortality. You know, you about 40 to 50 percent of patients who get there can can die and um and severe sepsis too the, the mortality the, the number of people who would die can be 20 30 percent 
So the aim of Sepsis Awareness Month is to get people to realize when they at home have something that could be sepsis, uh, to recognize that this is a problem and get in touch with your doctor or the local emergency room and let them know, say, hey, you know, I've had this chills and I don't know what it is and I'm worried I'm septic. And that'll sort of alert people and say, yeah, we better get on this right away and get this patient taken care of sooner than later to prevent it from, you know, right. really becoming terribly serious. And probably talking to a lot of seniors out there, it's tough to throw off a lot of the viruses and things like that, too, and infections. It takes, takes so long to heal. Right. <clears throat> right. also, also, you know, being 65 myself, you get ulcers and on your, those kind of things, too, that uh, yeah. could also turn out to be uh, rather, you know, rather tricky at times, too. So you're, sure. you're always exactly. at antibiotics, so you're always uh, gra- grabbing for the antibiotic kind of thing. Right. Well, yeah. we want to be careful of that. Now, most of the times when we talk about septic and that we can really do something for it, it's going to be bacteria. Uh, viruses can certainly make you sick and, and make you septic. We don't have as good treatments for viruses, except for flu. Um, but again, yeah, sepsis can occur in anybody. Yeah. Uh, but 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 obviously, as we age and our immune system declines, and we have other things like diabetes and vascular problems in our legs and ulcers and things like that and swelling and edema, it can increase your risk of sepsis, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably some preventative measures, too, to, to try to lower the risk factors. You know, always... Uh, Washing the hands, the the towelettes, the washing up, and it, I'm sure that's probably part of the program too. Are there other things to do, doctor? That uh, that can be well. Helped I mean, in yeah, washing. You know, obviously, general <clears throat> trying to maintain your general health is the best way you can do this. Obviously, if you're diabetic, you want to keep that sugar under control uh, because that will increase your risk of sepsis. If you have uh, you know, lung problems, make sure you follow your doctor's suggestions and to, to try to help decrease uh, some of the problems you have there that could lead to infection. Um, if, you know, if, if you have some kidney issues, obviously most people are urologists as men age, their prostates get bigger and it can lead to problems, uh, kidney stones, things like that. So just maintaining good general health will prevent it. A lot of times the bugs that we get are just the bugs that are in our body and, and they get out into the wrong situation and, and cause, you know, they get out in the wrong area and cause problems. So yeah. uh, just just doing the best you can to maintain your health, good, you know, good diet, keep your pressure under control. If you're diabetic, keep your sugars uh, under as good control as you can and help follow your doctor's advice about that sort of thing. But then if you experience a sudden change and with these kinds of symptoms, uh, well, by all means, get in touch with somebody. Don't wait around. Right, and, and you can see sometimes the flu epidemic, swine flu, and things like that. I mean, you you, you see sometimes they have to shut schools down to get them uh, deloused and everything because they spread like wildfire. So, is it a national epidemic, Doctor? Septus, or is there is there cause right. for concern? Yeah, no, it's it's national, and and if you look at it, there's almost a million cases a year of. Severe sepsis. Million. Now, wow. abs- a million cases a year of severe sepsis. That's gotten to the point where you're starting to see some of the things, kidneys shutting down and the lungs not working properly. Uh, any infection. So if somebody comes in, you know, a young woman, 27, comes in with a bad urine infection, a, a kidney infection, and she has a high fever, um, and she's, she's very, um, you know, and she's very ill, that's sepsis. That's sepsis due to a kidney infection. But generally, everything's working. We give her an antibiotic. She's better in a couple of days, and she goes home. It's when it when she doesn't do anything about it, and and things start to break down in her body as a result of this process that that people really get into trouble. And again, and you know, in the elderly, they're not sure. They're home. They may be by themselves. Um, they may not realize how sick they are when this happens. You know, they get confused, and that's another. That could be another sign of this. 
Um, flu is a bit of a different story. I mean, we have a, a reasonably good vaccine, and again, it's the right time of year to start telling people to go get that vaccine. You can certainly get septic from flu. You can get sick enough to die, especially when, uh, you know, especially that H1N1 that we had a few years ago, but not, not going over. It's not around right now. Uh, but yeah, let's get everybody vaccinated. I might as well throw that uh, plug in there too. Don't don't hesitate. Get it done because we have no idea what kind of a season we're going to have. Last year we got rocked uh, by flu, and we we just don't know. We won't know for right. a couple more months how it's going to turn yeah, out. Yeah, because I know that being a cardiac patient, I've had the the flu shot. I get shingles and I got pneumonia this time. Sure, shot. So get I, that I pneumonia. took as I took as many uh, I took as many as I said. I'm just going to increase my percentages and. Yeah, I mean, uh, you say you say you can get those at pharmacies and do everything else like that. So, if you've uh, you can put the at least put the odds in your favor just a little bit. That's for right. sure. All right. We can yeah at least at least yeah make sure you get that pneumonia vaccine too. Patients oh, that's a good one. Chronic illnesses, diabetes, lung disease, emphysema, and and uh, patients you know people over the age of uh, uh, sixty should get that uh, get that get that pneumonia vaccine. You got it. We're talking to Dr. Ron Gorn. And, uh, Doctor, we're going to take a break. Come right back on the health line and throw some more questions at you, all right? All right. Listening on the health line here on WBCB. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral... Call one eight four four seven saint mary St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. The attorneys at Gage Fiore provide top quality legal counsel and follow three guiding principles. First, they listen to your needs. Then, they are upfront about whether they can help. And if so, they fight hard for your rights. No exaggerated claims. No baseless offers. They simply fight for you and the best possible legal outcome. Visit GageFiori.com for more information. That's GageFiori.com. Gage Fiori, attorneys that fight for you. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. And on the line, Dr. Ron Gorin, infectious disease specialist. September is sepsis awareness month. And we're also trying to define it, also prevent it, also do a little bit better job of, of maintaining and getting rid of it. But, uh, Doctor, uh, there's sepsis and septic shock. Are they the same thing? Yeah, as I said, sepsis yep. is is the process of an infection affecting your body. We use something. It's called it's called SIRS, S I R S, and a systemic inflammatory response syndrome. I won't quiz anybody on that. Don't worry about it. But we, there are certain clues that a physician can use when he sees a patient to help define. Look at a patient who has complaints. To get these things, it's pulse and respiration rate and uh, and uh, temperature, as well as some lab work, and we could put that all together and say, "Haha, I think this patient has a sepsis. Where's it coming from?" And we start to identify the source. Um, but as I said, if it's the care is delayed, and the body and this this process that goes on starts to take its toll, and and um, your organs start to shut down. Uh, that's when you go from sepsis to severe sepsis, and if it's allowed to go further, that's septic shock. When yeah. things are so bad that the body's just not functioning anymore and it's on the verge of collapse, and in fact it is collapsing, the blood pressure drops, you go into shock, you can no longer get oxygen and blood to your tissues, your brain, your kidneys, your extremities, and just all heck breaks loose. And, and we have ways of treating that. 
Um, but again, because of the damage, especially in older, sicker people, it's very hard to bring people back. And even with severe sepsis in many cases, when they're that sick, um, there are a lot of consequences afterwards. The mortality rate, people, you know, your rate of dying a year after one of these horribly horrible episodes is, is higher than average. And because you're just so weakened by this and you're more prone to getting other things and exacerbating your conditions, your heart condition if you have it, your diabetes, your lung problems, um, and it can make everything worse. And, and right. again, the, the, the thing to emphasize is if you think you have an infection and you think you're septic, and again, it could be just uh, a very high fever, shaking chills, uh, a severe pain in one area associated with that, cha- and, you know, somebody changing the mental status of you or somebody you care for. Um, they're all things that I think should prompt you to get on the horn and, and do something about it and, and get, some, get some help. Either call your family doctor your phys- uh, or, or if, you're really, if it's really going south, just uh, call 911 and get to the emergency room as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and consider saying to them, I'm worried about my, myself or my family member or, or whoever are uh, being septic because that'll trigger something in the in the minds of the physicians and the nurses who are going to see you and get that process going. We have good treatments right. for it. It's just important that everybody recognize it quickly and get things rolling. Doctor, you mentioned the blood work, and that seems to be the, that's the roadmap right there that can right. tell you about cholesterol and blood pressure and lipid profiles and triglycerides. I mean, it, it's, so, it's an indicator for so many things. What, uh, what kind of blood work would you be doing for that? What would you be looking for? Well, again, we, the uh, yeah. first thing we think, and the, the most important thing we look at is the, is the complete blood count, the CBC. That looks at your, your hemoglobin level. It looks at your white count, your total white count level. Uh, WBC, uh, uh, white blood cells are a marker for sepsis now, like with everything else in life and nature. Nothing's 100%, but if you, that'll give the doctors a handle when they get that test and they see you have a very high white blood cell count. That's indicative of sepsis, so he can put that together with your pulse and your respiration rate and your temperature and get a picture of what's going on in front of you. And this all can be done fairly quickly. We have a lot of methods in place. We've had a surviving sepsis campaign at St. Mary's for quite some time and training everybody and working with everybody to make sure that everybody's on board and understands sepsis and understands how to look for it. Um, we have a terrific nurse, Tish Pazarina, who is our sepsis coordinator. She is really out there making sure people are aware of it, teaching, letting everybody know, checking cases. Uh, if something gets missed every so often, she makes sure people are aware of it, and they, it's terrific. I mean, it's a great program that they have at St. Mary's right, right. now. Right. The recovery program, are you more, can you be more um, uh, susceptible to it a second time if you've tried to recover or... Can you build up that firewall there? In no, between? there's no firewall. Yeah. Absolutely no firewall. None. I mean, if you okay. get sick and you're that sick. Now, if you come in, you get a quick infection, we treat you, you go home, you'll probably be fine. If you really get through that period, especially as we get older, where you're weakened and your organ systems are down, and um, then you're, you're weakened. It, it, it's been well shown that somebody who's really sick, their immune system takes a little dip. Yeah. And they're not quite able to fight other things off as well as they could have otherwise, and so you would be prone to getting other infections. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, you know it's just one of those things that happens, and uh, and and so we we have we actually are looking into programs to monitor people after they leave the hospital to make them aware of what you know the post sepsis syndrome, what to look for if if they're home and they're and they've been through this, could it come back? 
Yeah, I, that, those, educate yeah. educate people as best we can. Right, and uh, yeah, a lot of times, uh, you know, we're always being reminded to, to hydrate. And is that could that be a, a function as well to keep uh, well, keep your body hydrated it, too? It certainly doesn't hurt. <clears throat> I mean, oftentimes though, when you're really sick, you don't feel like eating, you don't feel no. like drinking. You yeah. know, you just want to lay there like a lox and just do nothing. And uh, and uh, that's when that's when the raise heck, and that's when to get on the phone or have a family member get on the phone and do something about it. If you're really that ill that you just you can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's time to have somebody check it out. Yeah, before we go to break here, though, it's always the wounds that uh, uh, you, you can get, and they seem like they just never heal, and it's just at the bottom of your foot, or yeah. it could be di- you know diabetics. You don't even right, you, sure. you have neuropathies. You like I have. You don't even know that you right. even banged your foot sometimes. Yeah, you don't it's almost like it. a silent. You know, there's no there's no alarm on those, and and so no. I just, you have to. Absolutely. I guess you have to look. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it. I mean, that was the, what they train you to do as a diabetic. Look yep. at your feet, check them out, make sure everything's okay. If you have this kind of problem, pay attention, and because sometimes you might miss it. Then, if you wait too long and it is infected, then you don't feel the pain because of the you know the nerve damage, the right. neuropathy of diabetes. Mm-hmm. It may get out of control and land, make you septic. It's possible. Uh, so just keep an eye on it. If it starts to look not well, you can get a hold of your doctor, your podiatrist, whoever's been monitoring that, and get over there and have them take a look at it before it gets out of hand. All right, we're talking to Dr. Ron Gorin, an infectious disease specialist. We're moving along at a very rapid pace, so we're going to come right back in our final segment coming up. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a 2-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radiofrequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 1-844-7-ST-MARY. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Maggiano's Little Italy has big changes to their carryout menu. Now you can take home twice the portion without doubling the price. It's a great way to get more of what you love at an amazing price. Get twice as much of your favorite dishes like spaghetti, meatballs, chicken parmesan, or their famous rigatoni D. Double the portion, not the price. That's right, double your same pasta portion for just $5 in carryout. Visit Maggiano's.com today. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. It's Sepsis Awareness Month, and nobody's more aware than Dr. Ron Gorin. He's been doing it for some 30 years at uh, St. Mary's, Doc. I'm telling you, you probably have seen a lot the way you treat the when you first started and where you are now. That has to be kind of eye-opening, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It'd be amazing the amount of changes we've had. Just like in all of society and, and everything else, the technology that people have to do the right thing and help are just remarkable, but it, it still takes people and it takes some you know clinical knowledge and acumen to, 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 to interpret this stuff and do the right thing for people. But certainly, boy, what we can do now just makes your mind boggle. Right. I know there's probably, uh, uh, I know we're sitting about old-timers and tech-checking and all the other stuff, but too, boy, it, it, kids, when they're in school, I remember when my kids were small, they start sneezing and hacking on each other, they're out for days. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of just in those factories of, of infection all the time, and they're, they're at risk as much as we are, uh, and then some. Because well, they're at close true. quarters, you know? Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, again, you yeah. know, it, to a certain extent, as, we're, as we grow up here, I think evolution has taught us that we, we should be exposed to these things. It helps our immune system. Mm. Most, most kids are going to get through it, and it's going to help them build up their immune system. 
And so that's kind of a normal process. Obviously, some kids will get sick, and that's something you know you hate to you hate to see. But uh, you know, it's it is the way the world is. So we just have to pay attention. I think what started this whole sepsis campaign was a young man who walked into an emergency room in in New York, and uh, in that particular emergency room, prior to all this sepsis, surviving sepsis campaign, um, they didn't make the diagnosis, and he went home and passed away. And I, I believe his dad was a lawyer and wow. raised tech, and 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 they started New York uh, was led the way and then we're mm-hmm. now following close behind we've been doing this for like oh i don't know five years yeah. or so it's yeah. we've been really working on the sepsis thing and it's great to get it out to the general public not that they have to walk around in fear yeah. or anything like that you know i mean most people are going to do just great and and as i said most infections if we get them early we can we can nail them that's no problem we have plenty of tools to work with uh, but but again, when it starts to get severe, is when you you know you want to be aware of these things, and and we can right. help. And if you look at it, I mean, if you look at some of this data, the 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 uh, um, it's it's you know we talk about heart attacks and strokes and and uh, things like that, and heart failure and and the mortality and the death rate with severe sepsis when it gets to that severe septic shock point is worse than any of these things. Oh, so man. it's it's it, people just don't know it because the terms never come up, whereas everything else yeah. is he- heard about a lot. But yeah. Again, I, I don't want to scare anybody. That's not the point <laughs> of this. The point is to to recognize that infections are part of life. They're going to happen to people. They happen more as we age. Uh, but if you really feel you've got something, you're starting to you're starting to get sick. And I, I always like chills. If you feel chills, if your teeth are chattering and you're feeling rotten, you just get on that yeah. phone and tell somebody. Yeah. That's that's a good general sign of uh, that yeah. this is this is going south. True. And, and is there a, a kind of collateral damage? Can you be prone to other infections once you've been compromised? Uh, can it be lead oh, like a wildfire kind of thing or a domino effect? Well, it, it, yeah, it kind of. Not quite a domino effect. But again, you're in the hospital. We try very hard to prevent infections in the hospital. But, you know, when you have catheters put here and catheters put there and 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 you're so sick and everything else. And as I said, it's, it's well known that our immune systems don't function as well when we're that sick. Um, yeah, sure. You can get other infections, and we work very hard to try to prevent that in the hospital to our patients. But right. then they go home, and and who knows what they're exposed to. So sure. it's it's uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you don't want, and sometimes you get infections in the hospital. Sometimes, yep, you can. And as I said, <laughs> we work very hard to prevent that. We really, really try very hard to prevent those infections from occurring in the hospital. Right. Uh, it sometimes it's hard to prevent everyone. But we, we go out of our way to analyze, to look, to see what we can do to stop it. It's, it's been a real process. That's another thing I spend a lot of time doing. And uh, we've certainly decreased our infections over the last five or six years dramatically. Yeah. And uh, one of the things you can do for more information about sepsis, you can get online, www.sepsis.org, or yep. learn more about it. The specialist at St. Mary's, which you are one, one eight four four seven saint mary's and that's how you get on the line you find out more information like you say uh it's not the boogeyman stuff but you, if you hit, take it head on like you say it's a part it's a part of life and you yeah. get get on it early and often you get the chance to uh, to live and with do it do fine yep that's yeah. exactly right just um, be, be aware be aware yeah. of sepsis and what it is everybody knows about heart heart attacks and things and diabetes but sepsis is just one of those things that creeps up on people and if you're aware of it if somebody you have to understand you know this is what it is Mm. I don't know. Let's check it out. Uh, doctor, it hurt and, yeah. you know. Doctor, do you go across the nation and uh, go to medical conferences and things like that? Or is it, could sure. it be Could it be a, 
something that would be more prevalent in the east than it would be out in the southwest or down south? Yeah, or, I think no? it's, it's, there's different infections in different environments, Climates. but no, it's pretty universal, pretty I, universal. I thought possibly cli- climate, uh, whatever, could uh, well, spring certain things. Well, we don't know. No, don't we'll know. find out. Who knows? Maybe we'll have malaria here in 10 years. I don't know. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not predicting. I'm just saying it's very hard to know. We You're not ruling it out. Yeah. You know, we had that big Ebola scare a couple of years ago. Yes. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it turned out not to be a huge deal, but, it, you know, some people got sick. And we live in a very, very, you know, airplanes and travel. We live in a very mm. close world these days. And, you know, you have we everybody keeps their eyes open and tries to, to be ahead of this stuff. And, uh, and you know, yeah, that's I mean, all you can do. I, you see some of these uh, athletes, and all of a sudden they end up with, hoof and mouth kind of thing going or yes, I, right, I mean that's yeah. what i can think of is that you're you got some young people young people in very good shape and all of a sudden they're out they can't play yes. because they've got something like like that or they who knows they may have uh, grabbed a handle of the bag at an airport and or shook hands with somebody or whatever yeah. i mean it's it happens it, but it's again a, it doesn't yeah. you know it doesn't always happen and uh, you know, one of the things you can do to prevent that really is, you know, have a little alcohol hand gel and maybe once mm-hmm. or twice a day when you're out, just rub it on your hands. And uh, You know, I, I, again, I, I, I don't want to scare anybody. you got to go live your life, and most people do just fine. But uh, just, you know, be aware. That's all. You don't wanna, be aware. Yeah, Pay attention to the paper. See what's going on. Yeah, we don't want to be like a nation of like Howard Hughes here with all, right. all yeah. this and, stuff. And, right. And don't forget the basics. You know, yep. if you're smoking, try to quit. I mean, it, yes. you know, it doesn't help. You control your sugars. Uh, keep your heart, you know, take your medicine for your heart disease. Uh, do all that kind of stuff. Try to live the good life as best you can. You don't want to be crazy, but, you yeah. know, d- d- don't over overindulge is yeah. really what it's all about. Right, and it always seems to be now that it seems like uh, doctors years ago didn't get a lot of nutrition training as they do now. And right. also talking about uh, some of the wellness things you can do with uh, the omegas and things like that to build up immune system. That has to be a big component right there if you're building a, you know, I, a better right, wall. Yeah. I'm not sure any of these drugs help your immune system. Okay. I think the best way to keep your immune system intact is just, like I sort of said, live live the good life. Don't yeah. overindulge yourself. Don't drink too much. Don't smoke. If you can, try not to smoke. Maintain your sugars. Just, you know, nobody can prevent these things, but we can certainly do the best we can to, to keep going with what nature gave us. I know one thing. If you could get them to stop smoking, you'd be we, you'd be on about every day here yeah, <laughs> talking about how to do I it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, you, know, I, you see these people who get so sick with lung and problems like that, diabetes, and they're still smoking, and just... <sighs> It yeah. breaks your heart. Cause, yeah, you know they could they they could do something to help themselves. Yeah, and young young people do still doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it is kind of. Sometimes they even drive by a medical center and all at the medical center they're outside smoking. So I I yeah, don't know right. I don't know. What this so we're trying to nail that. So <laughs> yeah. we're trying to stop that. So. All right. So uh, if I out anybody down okay. there, if I out anybody down there, I'm going to be the I'm going to tell you first. If all I, right, you, know. you got it. You got it. <laughs> as we as we wrap up here, September. Sepsis Month, yeah, like saying, hey, take it head on, take it seriously, and maybe that's the the biggest thing you could say, doctor. Hey, you don't you don't ignore yeah. stuff. It's going to just will it away. We're not right. doing that, right? Right, we're not doing that. We just want to pay attention, just like we do with any other serious problem. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, you know, go live your life, enjoy your grandkids or whatever you like, mm-hmm. and 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 just. But just pay attention. Don't, don't right. let things get you down. Right. Because uh, at, at the same time, there is, just because you have it, you can recover fully and then move on like nothing happened. But right. Right? I mean, the, full, the recovery said, well, I'll never be the same again. We kind of feel like but, that. But that's not true. That's right? not true. I no. mean, after time, you may need some help. You may need some physical therapy. You may need some nutritional counseling. You may need some help a little bit. But there, you, people get back to where they were. It may take a little time for them. I mean, it's not a death knell by any stretch of the imagination once you get through this. 
Uh, it, but, uh, you know, again, we're trying to work on post-sepsis care to make sure we're on top of people and we can help them and yep. get them through this period when they're weakened. And, uh, uh, you know, that's that's part of what we do. That's part of what they do at St. Mary's. Yeah, so. more awareness and more knowledge and certainly take care of it and be more, more preventative certainly would right. help the percentages and hopefully... In the future, when we uh, talk again, Doctor, we'll uh, have uh, some more positive things to say and talk about some of the things and the treatments that you're working on and some of the things that are going on at St. Mary's, which you've been there for 30 years. So looks like a lot of things are happening right in the epicenter there, and you're you're right in there with it. So it's great. It'd be, it'd be my pleasure. Yeah. I thank you so much for taking the time and uh, passing on the knowledge, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk again real soon. All right. My thank pleasure. you. All right. right. Thanks for having me. Thank you, All Doctor. Right. All right, Doctor Doctor Ronald Gorin Gorin is checking in from the St. Mary uh, Medical Center there. He's the infectious disease specialist and sepsis awareness month. The infections, you check it out. You don't uh, ignore the aches and the pains and the sniffles. You take care of that and make sure you stay healthy. And that's part of this gospel today uh, for Dr. Ronald Gorin. And remember, tune in Wednesdays at 9 o'clock, St. Mary Healthline.